Well, good Sunday morning, everybody. Today is Sunday, I think it's February 12th, if I'm not mistaken, Maddie. And this is season one, episode 10 of the What Suits You podcast. My name's John Suter. And I'm his daughter, Madison. And just a fair warning for our audience, this is day four of COVID for me, Maddie. So if I sneeze or if I sound congested, uh, that's why. Yeah, it's brutal out here, really. Yeah. Yeah. I just got back from a, a ski trip in Canada and I actually picked up COVID in Canada and didn't want to fly home and infect others. So I rented a car and hotboxed it for 20 hours to get back to Colorado. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do, you know. You know, you do. That's just the way it goes in the world of, of today. It is. It was impressive timing, too. Well, I have to tell you, for those uh, fans of ours who haven't done it, it's a beautiful drive from Nelson, B.C., down through eastern Washington, into the panhandle of Idaho, um, and then into Montana, down through Wyoming, into Colorado. Just really, really awesome sights to be seen. Yeah, certainly stunning. Yes, indeed. Well, we have a lot to get to today, Maddie, and um, I'm thinking we should start out with European football. I think so. To take a little bit of the pressure off of our Tottenham Spurs, who were absolutely destroyed yesterday, I think we should start off with Man City. Now, Man City has been running the line on the financial fair play rules, it seems, for quite some time. And there was just a report released by the Premier League that indicates they might have crossed over that line fairly significantly. Is that right? Uh, yes, I would say so. I think the, the first year that they mention um, Man City having questionable finance regulation is 2008-2009. But that's, so that's a few years. Yeah. And, and is it through present day or was it through 2018? I can't remember. I think it was through 2018, but I can't remember. I know for certain it was 2018. So whether or not, whether or not today is included, I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I was watching some games this morning and the commentators were noting that they could in fact strip Man City of their Premier League titles. Yeah. It's actually super interesting. Um, I was doing some research into this myself and I can't remember, I can't remember what team it was, but there was two, there was two teams and one of them was relegated and the other one wasn't. And the one team, the one that was, oh, I think it was West Ham. I think it was West Ham and um, Sunderland. Sunderland got relegated by a game with West Ham. And so it was announced that West Ham had broken the spending rules and like fraudulently got their like top striker of the season who saved them. And then Sunderland was able to sue West Ham for damages, financial damages. So that like raises the question of not only could Man City get their title stripped, but they could also be sued by over 20 clubs for financial damages just because of that precedent. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I'm looking back now just to see. I thought Tottenham finished second to Man City at one point. It was Leicester. Oh, they finished second to Leicester? <sighs> yeah. Oh, and Chelsea as well. 
In 16, yeah. 17, it was Chelsea. I was going to say, we could backdoor a Premier League title, Patty. I know, that would be the most Tottenham thing ever. It would be the best. Yeah. It would be the best. Well, I, I don't know if you saw the beginning of the of the City game today, but they showed the City bus pulling up to the Etihad Stadium. And when the Premier League anthem was played, the fans were booing it. And then the City players walked onto the field and, and the fans went crazy. So there still appears yeah. to be a lot of local support. Yeah. The bandwagoners might jump, but I think they've got a pretty strong support group. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was trying to, I was trying to make that the election reference. I can't, I can't remember what that is, but you know, you have your swing vote and the yeah. base boat vote. They've got a strong base support. They've got a strong base. Yep. Strong base. Um, just a little bit on that game this morning. So it was city against Villa. Yeah. Geez. It's great to see that goalie from uh, Argentina Martinez in goal <laughs> for Villa. He's a real pain in the ass. He really is. He, yeah. he's, and total, he's good. He's good. That's the problem. He's a, certainly a stirrer. Of yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Although I will, um, City did get a penalty against him. He wasn't able to save it. But yeah. Um, anyway, it was it was fun game to watch. Actually, Villa made a after being down three zero at the half. I would say I don't know midway through the second half after they scored, they made a game of it. It was kind of exciting. Yeah, it was yeah. good. It was yeah. nice. Um. All right, so there's City. So we'll have to see. I mean, that that could have it's, long-term implications, and it's not going to be sewed up in the next couple of months, right? No, it it's it's crazy. It could go on for I think a year, they said, or something like that, a few months. Yeah, and like, what are you going to do? Are you going to take points away like they did for Juventus, who got 15 points knocked down for their financial misplay? Or oh, what about Derby County? Yeah, who got they ended up getting relegated, relegated as a result of the points that they lost. I know. Could you imagine? I would love to see Man oh City God. playing in League Four, like even below the champion, maybe even League One or League Two, like four it's, team. It, it's kind of unfair, right? For the for those league teams for them to do that. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how they do it. I bet they take European soccer away from them. Um, if in fact they're found guilty as charged yeah. and um, take their Premier League titles away, it's hard for me to believe they're going to relegate them down into the championship. But you never know. You never know. I, I, I just don't know. And I think there are rules about like you can't how far you can get relegated and whether or not I think you can only buy your way in and like the sixth tier of English soccer. Oh, I really? Think, yeah. So I don't I don't under, I don't know where they would end up. Well, they can't relegate them for uh, beyond the championship because then you've got stadiums that are like 11,000 people and city would just, it's it just, yeah. yeah. I, as I said, I don't necessarily think that's fair. No, but, no. Well, after a, a couple of good games, our Spurs uh, laid an egg yesterday. Yeah, they were terrible. They were terrible. I mean, they, <laughs> they went up 1-0 on a nice goal by Betancourt. He was and early on. Yeah. And, and then they, they just... Yeah, they just stunk. It was awful. I yeah. I don't even know what, how do you, the question, I always ask this question whenever there's a particularly bad showing or it's a particularly great showing from the Spurs, but how do you move on from this? What do you do? And everything, like, it was, it was a, so bad. It was extreme, yeah. like, I don't even know. And Conte was just kind of sitting there too, being like, what do we even do? Yeah. 
He didn't know. He didn't look himself. No, he did have surgery recently. He just came back from the gallbladder surgery. Yeah. The gallbladder surgery, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, Cutie Romero was out, so yep. they had to reconfigure their back line. They did get the new uh, signing in from Pedro uh, Poro. Pedro Poro from Portugal. Yep, he was playing. He was um, not great. No, I. I I guess they get a chance to get themselves right against uh, AC Milan, right? Because that's the yeah. that's who they play on Valentine's Day in Champions yeah. League. Are they home or away for that? Do we know? I want to say away, but I could be home. I'm not sure. Let me just double check. Yeah. That's going to be a crucial, crucial match, especially given where they are Yeah. Um, in their overall development. I was really optimistic because I thought, um, yeah, they're away. Um, yeah. I thought that um, they'd made some defensive improvements in particular. I think it was three straight clean sheets up until that point. Yeah. And like, they're Emerson... also missing their goalie and, you know, Captain Hugo. Probably yeah. down at the local bar cheering the boys on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Using some liquid courage to heal that yeah. knee injury, I think. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, but it was, well, it was brutal. It was brutal. What started out promising uh, turned into a disaster. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> I think the last piece just to get to is that um, our boy Jesse March, coach of Leeds, was sacked. Yeah, that's brutal. And I, it was, you know, it was right after you got the trifecta of Americans in the squad, yep. and then he doesn't even get to see it through with Weston McKinney. He just gets sacked immediately, which was I felt a little unfair, but. You know what? I'm trying to be um, trying to be optimistic because the United States men's team is looking for a new head coach. Oh, that's and maybe Maddie. it's Jesse March. Yeah, he I, certainly understands European football. Yeah, I yeah, I just it's a bit upsetting, but I watching Weston McKinney and Tyler Adams play at Leeds United the two games they played together. It's been great. Yeah, they got the they're, they got the Brexit football, the hard tackles, no nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I love, love it. it. I didn't see the um, Leeds game against Man U this morning, but they said that um, McKinney was a bright spot. Yes. McKinney nailed it. And then Tyler Adams took Jaden Sancho out with a tackle. Oh, did he? Yeah. It was pretty great. <sighs> I love it. United, United, what is it? What are they calling it? Leeds United States of yep. America. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We got to have some, something to root for over there. Yeah, we do. America. America. That's, that's not t- that's not the six hundred milli team. The six hundred what is it? Six hundred sixty six million dollars spent. Chelsea. Oh, on Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Um, just a couple more things. Um, how's Ronaldo doing in Saudi? Good. He uh, scored uh, four goals in one game. Oh, that's and a that, pretty good game. I think he reached five hundred. It broke, he broke some record with that. Yeah. You know, he's just doing side quests at this point in Saudi. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's been doing well. So that's good. Excellent. And then um, our friend Ryan Reynolds, who is uh, owner of Rexham. Who's he owned Rexham with again? Rob McKinley. McKin- yeah. McKinley. Yeah. McKinley or McKinley? We McKinley. Don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they're, they're sitting second place, mm-hmm. three points back but with two games in hand over first place. Yep. So we're hoping for first because then it's an automatic promotion from 
the English National League to what League Four or something or League Three? I, I think remember. it's one is Premier League, two is Champions League, one is League Three, League Two is League Four. Anyway, we wanted to get promoted. League Three, I think. Yeah. 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 So that'll be great. Yeah, that will be good. Hope hope and, that works uh, out. They had such a close call against Sheffield Wednesday. Right? Was it Wednesday or United? No, it United. Was United. It was Sheffield United. Gosh, I thought they might squeak through and then United tied them and then they stayed with United in the second leg, but just couldn't keep up. Couldn't keep up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's tough. But Spurs play. I would have loved to see the Spurs play Wrexham, but. Oh, gosh, wouldn't that have been great? Yeah, but they're going to play Sheffield United. Sheffield United. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well. Leaving um, European football behind, it feels appropriate because it's Super Bowl Sunday that we talk a little bit about American football. Yeah, I think we should. Who have you decided to root for? I'm rooting for Philly. I struggle with the Kansas City Chiefs and the family of Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is pretty great, but I think his family is not the best. What's going on with his brother? His brother is just annoying. Jackson Mahomes is just annoying. And his Patrick Mahomes' wife is also a little bit annoying. And so I struggle to, I struggle to see, I do not want to see them happy. Well, I have to tell you that for me, Mm -hmm. I lived outside of Philadelphia kindergarten through third grade. So I feel a little bit of an alliance to the Eagles. But what it really came down to is the Kelsey brothers. And of course, Travis is a tight end for the Chiefs. Jason's the center for the Eagles. And I just don't like Travis as much as I like Jason. I think yeah. Jason is a solid dude and he was epic in the last Super Bowl party in Philly. Yeah. And so I've decided to root for the Eagles and Jason Kelsey. Yeah. I, yeah. Jason Kelsey is an icon. I hope Jalen, and I'm also excited for Jalen Hurts too. I think this is going to be good. Like I'm excited to see what happens. So the question is, do we identify Jalen Hurts as a quarterback from Alabama or as a quarterback from Oklahoma? Well, that's a question you got to ask. He went to both schools one year in Oklahoma. And of course, Tua took over for him at Alabama during their national championship run. It's it's a really, I don't know, I'm a little confused there. I wonder how he sees himself. I know. That's a good question. Where are the the Sunday night intros when you need it? Like, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Quarterback. Quarterback. Alabama. Alabama. (laughs) Yeah. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Saban. Right. Right. Well, and he played for Lincoln Riley, I think, at Oklahoma as well. So I'm super curious. I I wonder if they will actually have some sort of, um, you know, the players usually get to say where they're from and what their allegiance is. I wonder if they'll show that on the the show. Because I don't know the answer to that. That's something to look forward to. That and the Rihanna show. Yes. Now, Rihanna at halftime. It's been a minute since she's performed. 2018. Uh, yep, it's the last time. She's got 14 number one hits. She can't play them all, so we're going to be curious to see which one she chooses. Yeah. Do we know? Is there a leaked set list that you've been There's seeing? No. No leaked set list, and this is something that has kept my roommate and I up for about two days now. Every We talk about it about every two hours because it's just festering in the back of our brain about what song will Rihanna perform. And first. what will she open with? And- yeah. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to find out. Yep, it will. I'm looking forward to it. 
And um, do we know anything about the Super Bowl commercials that are coming out yet? Ben Affleck Duncan commercial. Oh, he's got one coming out? Yes. I but we wait. haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited. It's funny. It's- on the ski trip that I just got back from, I mean, the guys were constantly talking about that one commercial and the various lines in it. Yes. The Casey Affleck Duncan commercial. Yeah, the, uh, that's an SNL skit. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Well, <clears throat> it's four o'clock mountain times. Great thing about living in Colorado is the Super Bowl starts at like 4.30 and it gets over at, you know, 8.15 eight. or 8.15 when you actually go to bed. Um, <laughs> not the case on the East Coast. Nope, 6.30. Yep. Um, all right. Well, sticking with American football, what are we going to do with Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> He's going on a four-day darkness retreat, and he hopes that by the time he comes out of that darkness retreat, he's going to know what his future is. Now, I don't know about you, but I wonder, what is a darkness retreat? Is he going to be holed up in some basement for four days? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking about. Or is he going to like, is it like the metaphorical darkness of life that he has to explore? Like, we don't, what is that, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And <laughs> only Aaron Rodgers. Only right? Aaron Rodgers. I think the thing is, is that something we don't talk about is that people used to crap on Tom Brady for the like weird vegan things he was doing. Yeah. Right. You know, like, oh, I only drink milk from 2 a.m. or whatever the I don't even know what the he I don't even know what he was doing. Avocado but, ice cream, right? Whatever. Yeah, the avocado ice cream, but whatever. Aaron Rodgers, now that like he's doing weirder stuff. He is. It's just crazy. Like yeah. that's a crazy thing to do. I'm curious though. I'm curious to see what this darkness retreat does to him provides what career advice it provides him with i think it's going to be interesting he could come out of it uh and i'll make the link here right now he could come out of it similar to gareth bale when yeah. he said wales golf real madrid in that order Order, yeah it could be for aaron Rodgers, golf something else and playing football, football in that, in that order. order exactly yeah. and you know he is going to make 50 plus million dollars next year, no matter, well, as long as he plays. Yeah. No matter who he plays for, whether it stays the Green Bay Packers or if it's a, a different team. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But he did have a good result at the Pebble Beach program. He did. He won he, it. Yeah. I, I was so jazzed about the Pebble Beach program because it's one of those events that I always know that like in the back of my head, it's going to happen. And then it happens. And then I'm like, yes, this is a moment you get to dive down into that celebrity culture, see who's linking up with who, what's going on. And what did you find? Well, at the celebrity, at, not, ooh, at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, we had a few notable celebrities, including Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, who decided to play in the Pro-Am over the Pro Bowl. Yes, he was too injured to play in the Pro Bowl, but he could play in the Pro Am. We also had Gareth Bale play, yep. who made an amazing, an amazing shot. Yeah, we, we had Macklemore. Oh, we did. Schoolboy Q. Uh huh. Who's a rapper? Scott. Do we know Schoolboy Q? Yes. Okay. Um, he he does uh, 
collard greens with um, Kendrick Lamar. He has a good song called That Part, which okay. is good. Um, who else? Uh, Macklemore, Schoolboy Q, Scott Eastwood. Oh, did he play? Because, you yep. know, the, the person who I didn't see and usually makes an appearance was Clint Eastwood. Yes. And Clint Eastwood was there. They, Clint Eastwood had a party because Jake Owen played in the pro-am, the country singer Jake Owen. And then he had his, his like charity party was hosted by uh, Clint. Eastwood. By Clint? Yeah. Oh, so there was actually a camera on him at one point? At, not at one point, but yeah. He was there. He was there. Okay. Cause I yeah. didn't see him and I wondered if, you know, he's uh, getting old. Yeah. He's going to be 93 in May. Shit. Damn. <laughs> so that's getting up there in age. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, it, it, it's always fun to watch the celebrities at Pebble Beach because it's arguably the most beautiful golf course in the world. Yep. And they sometimes get paired with these pros that you have no idea who they are. Yeah. In fact, it was really interesting how many top ranked pros were not there. And yeah. usually that's a course that they want to play, but it must not it, it must not be an open site for a while. Um and if it's an if they're playing the US Open at Pebble Beach in the same year yeah. as they have the pro am, then a lot of top pros will play it. But there were not a lot of top pros there. No, there weren't. Yeah. Um, of course, Justin Rose won. That was an important victory for him and yep. for the Englishman. Yep. So, all right. Um, let's keep it on golf for a second because I'm watching the WM Waste Phoenix Management Open. Yeah. And that place is one big party. I want to go so bad, but I just, it's like so intense in the morning, you yeah. know? The fans line up at like you have to get there at three thirty in the morning to get through a gate, the first gate at four forty-five, and then you wait, and then you, the second gate that opens the sixteenth hole, you have since there's no like assigned seats, it's kind of first come first serve. The second gate opens at seven forty-five, and it's like an all-out sprint, huh. and I just could not imagine doing that. Yeah, well. Maybe we'll have to put that on our bucket list. Yeah. We, I've been, uh, I've driven past that, that golf course. And actually there's two golf courses at, um, at the TPC Scottsdale. One is the champions course where they play that event. And then there's another course that's a sister course to it. And I've played that sister course. And it was nice. I've, yeah, it was fun, but I've never played the TPC course. And I, I'm wondering about putting that on my Arizona golf checklist. I think you should. Um, especially because I'm becoming more familiar with the holes now and they leave the seating up at 16 now all year round. So it yes. seats about 15 to 20,000 people in there. And it's, it's basically an amphitheater or a Coliseum. I, uh, it's so awesome. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And then 17, the next hole is actually quite interesting as well. It's a drivable par four. However, yeah. there's water protecting it. So we'll have to see today. The, the leaders are on the front nine. They're on hole number, finishing up on hole number six. And uh, right now, Scotty Scheffler has yep. got a one-stroke lead over John Rahm and Nick Taylor, and they're all playing in the same group. How's Spieth doing? Spieth is at 11 under. He's four strokes back. Um, Ricky is at 10. Uh, Ricky just had a hole in one. Yeah. So that that kind of moved him up a little bit. 
And then um, I would say that our boy, um, Keegan Bradley. Yeah. Keegan B. Keegan B. He's at uh, one under for the day, minus six. He's in 20th. Oh, not so, bad. Yeah, not bad. He's Could about be to worse. Get, he's going to enter the best stretch of, of the course fairly soon, which is 13 through 18. In my yeah. Opinion. Love it. Love it. Yep. Um, all right. Um, oh, I forgot one last thing on football, and I know we moved over to golf, but let me just move back. One last thing on football. So Tom Brady retires. Yep. He's now going to, he's got this 300 plus million dollar contract with Fox. And he's going to be an analyst for Fox starting next year. So yeah. He's going to be in the booth. I'm just so curious to see how that goes. Me too. I, cause I, when you think of retired quarterbacks and you think of analyst careers, you think of Tony Romo and how he smokes it, you know, like he's yeah. phenomenal at his new job. Well, yeah. it's not new anymore at his current job. I'm curious to see how, and you think of the Manning brothers and their show on ESPN. Yeah. It's a little but, looser than what Tommy yeah. gives off, right? He, he, he gives off a more serious Spirit. type of vibe. So it's going to be interesting to see, see how who they that pair works. him with and how that yeah. works. Yeah. Who do you pair him with? Well, the, the big question is, will they pair him with the announcer? Uh, and I can't remember his name. The, the number one team on Fox is this announcer and a guy named Greg Olson, who is a former tight end for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And Olson's been excellent this year. Yeah. And so the question is, do they break up that team and make Brady the number one analyst with this announcer, or do they give him someone completely different and different. move him into the number one spot? So we don't really know to be sure, but, um, but yeah, it'll, it'll certainly be an interesting. It will. We'll have to it wait. Will. One of those things you just have to wait till next September. Yeah. Wait and see, wait and see. Yeah. Um, now the Grammys just occurred. Yeah. What what were your takeaways from the Grammys? My takeaways from from the Grammys were it's fine. It was mediocre. Yeah. I think there's been a lot. The Brits also happened last night, which is like the British equivalent of the Grammys. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And I just I I don't know. Like there was a lot of winners that I just didn't understand. Most notably, Harry Styles. I didn't yes, like his I, album. I noticed that. I didn't like his album, but he won album of the year. And I didn't like, like, it wasn't that good. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going up with, like, I don't know. I guess, yeah, I just, uh, that was, I, over, like, Beyonce's Renaissance album, which yep. is, like, crazy, just crazy to think about. But yeah, whatever, I guess. But I was, I was not impressed. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty low-key situation, not a lot of controversy. No. Um, with the exception of the Benefer situation. Now, do we know what was going on? Like, was he just bored or something? Yeah. What happened there? Okay, so Ben Affleck uh, whispers into J-Lo's ear, like, something, and she's, like, clearly not pleased. She said it was, like, fine. I'm pretty sure he was just bored because... Yeah. The, seemed like a boring space you can't really get drunk at the grammys like you can at like the brits or the golden globes yeah so i'm actually i don't think ben affleck drinks anymore he doesn't he's sober so i yeah. i guess it was even more boring yeah, but he yeah was just, 
he was ready to be out of there. Yeah, it was an intense moment on the and, on there's screen. No, there's no follow up news like the cracks in the relationship. No. Or, People no. are saying certain things. Okay. People are saying certain things, but I think JLo came out and spoke against it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, against the things they were saying, not against. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. We got to keep that together. I know. We got it. God. You know? I know. What else is Ben Affleck going to do? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> He's going to make a Dunkin' Donuts commercial, apparently, yeah. that we're going to watch tonight. Tonight. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So here's the question. As you and I were talking about this pre-pod, we're trying to get our Formula One lineup in place, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your birthday weekend, yep. the only birthday, only. complete <laughs> sentence. Yes. March 4th. Yep. Um, your birthday weekend is the first Formula One race of the year. Yes. There's testing. Is it the weekend before? Yes. I thought there were two testing periods, Maddie. Yeah, I think there's only one this year because usually okay. it's Barcelona and and then Bahrain, Bahrain, and they do like a week before the the race. Yeah. But this year it's yeah, but this year it's just Shakir, and then it's gonna go. They're gonna race in Bahrain. Okay. March fifth is the race. Yeah, and what are the? I feel like they've been um, revealing the the look of yes. the car. The, so the how many car cars releases. do we? How many car releases have we had? First, we had Haas, which is now the and Money Graham Haas team. It's red and black. It looks good. First better year, than the, better than the red and white. Be, better than the red and white. I think. Okay, good. New look. Then we had it was Haas. Who else have we had? We've had um, Alfa Romeo, which is also red and black. Oh. Then we had the Red Bull, which was Jesus Christ. I mean, the longest car announcement of all time. They had everybody and their mother come talk about Formula One who wasn't yeah. even in Formula One. Um, Red Bull, we had AlphaTauri yesterday, which on the yeah. other hand of the spectrum, which was countdown, 10 second clip of their two drivers in the car. And that was it. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting because they're now partnered with Orlean, which is that Polish gas company. So oh, they're red, white, and blue. And who else? We haven't had Ferrari. Nope. Mercedes. Nope. No McLaren. Uh, Alpine. Alpine's the last one. Williams. Williams. Yes, we had Williams. They, they looked nice. A lot more sponsors this year. So that's good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's it. And who does our American driver drive for? Uh, uh, Williams. Okay. Yep. So we're waiting for Aston Martin, McLaren, Alpine, Mercedes, and Ferrari. Okay. Yeah. Well, that should be good. Yes. And they should be coming out fairly soon, right? Yeah. They all, I think it's all done by the end of next week. Alpine's the last one. I think it's like the 17th. I don't know. French. Yeah. Yeah. The way it's yeah. got to be. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we'll have to wait on those. And um, hopefully, I'll have to take a look at that Haas design. It just looked a little JV last year with the, you know, the, the white, white and the red. And so. Because they had to get the blue removed. Yes, that's right. Because it was the Russian guy. I forgot about <laughs> it was, that. It was the Russian flag. And yeah. K-Mag posted that iconic. Yeah. The iconic Instagram photo of. 
something. Whatever that car was from that car yes. movie. Just, yeah. And who is, um, is it Hulkenberg and K-Mag? For yes. Oh my God, it's, that's a great, that's just the names are a great duo. Yeah. It feels like they're just going to ram people around the track. I hope so. They notoriously used to hate each other. So I hope, I just oh, hope they're even good. better. Yep. Yeah. I just, I need them to be good. They finally reached the spending cap this year. Oh, they made it. They made it to the spending yep. cap. I don't know if they even touched it, but they were in eyesight. Yeah. Yeah. Do they have good sponsors? You know, well, they have MoneyGram now. Oh. That like money sending service at CVS. They're the MoneyGram Haas team. So I love it. Yeah. They at least they got that going. Okay. I guess we'll just have to see. Yep. Nice. All right, Moo. I think it's time to move to page six. Yes. Let's see what we have on top of page six. I'm bringing it up right now. Clicking on it. Pete Davidson and Chase Swee Wonders hold hands at the Rangers game. Has Pete got a new girl? Yes, and she is an actress. She was in um, the movie Bodies, 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 which she was also in. And she used to date Charles Melton, who's an actor, but they broke up. And so now she's dating Pete Davidson. Now, this picture of Pete Davidson, I don't know if you can see it on your page. Yeah. Six. He's got a hoodie on, a black hat, and a black mask. Maybe like yeah. me, he's coming off of COVID. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Well, let I always root for Pete and his girls. They don't. Yeah. Stick, they don't seem to stick around very long. But we can always hope. Yeah. And you know, second place on my page six is Machine Gun Kelly performs at Super Bowl party amid Megan Fox split rumors. Yes. So Megan Fox deleted all of her pictures with Machine Gun Kelly and now only follows three people on Instagram, Eminem, Harry Styles, and Timothy Chalamet. And she posted a picture of letters burning and captioned it with um, a quote from, like a Beyonce quote. Uh, and so people are saying that she and the Machine she Gun Kelly have broken up. Other people are saying it's just, she's just playing the internet. But wow. we'll see. Yep. Wow. Now Machine Gun Kelly, he's a single dad, right? Yes. And one he of the is. things we, we like about him is he's a good dad, apparently. Yes, he is a good dad. Okay. Yeah. Good. With the name of Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Fair question. Yeah, he's a, maybe a questionable person, but he is a good dad. Okay. Um, wow. Maybe he's splitting up. Maybe he's not. I guess they, we, could, we could be getting played. We could be getting played, yep. Just to generate clicks. Yep. Huh. All right. Um, What's on the top of your Twitter feed? Let's see. I don't know. My Twitter feed is so, so I'm just creating an echo chamber for myself on Twitter oh. at this point, just because it's not, nothing is, oh, let's see. Okay. The top of my Twitter feed trending is Super Bowl and Rihanna. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the top of my actual feed <laughs> is a post from this account called out of context football, which is like soccer memes. And it's yeah. a picture of the Super Bowl with a hundred 
and 3.4 million views and the world cup of 4 billion views. Um, oh, interesting. So that's just, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of puts things in perspective, right? Yeah, exactly. What was really interesting is the, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers basketball game when LeBron broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA scoring record. Yeah. It was the most watched game in the NBA this year. Yep. And it drew one sixth of the audience of the flag football game on the NFL Pro Bowl. <laughs> I know. What do you do with that? You just, you, you don't, you, there's nothing you can potentially do. It's, it's, I know it's scary. It's like, I, I think if you're working in baseball, the NBA and the NHL, NHL is actually doing a few, a bit of more numbers now that they're active on social media. Are they? Yeah. But I think you're a little bit worried about where your sport's going. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And, well, yeah. at the top of my Twitter feed mm-hmm. is um, I, I don't know if it's the real Sean Payton or not, but uh, Sean Payton, who was just hired as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Yeah. It's outreach to Rob Gronkowski crossing out the B and putting in a G for Gronkos. E. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. He's not coming back. No, he, he is. So he is enjoying his career as also as a great announcer and personality, I think. Yep. I don't think he's coming back. No, he's not. And I don't think Camille Costa would let him come back. Oh, is she still dating him? Yeah, they're still together. That's amazing. They're the best. Yeah. She definitely wears the pants in the relationship, probably because she's just way smarter than him. Well, he often isn't wearing pants. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah. Oh, Uh, my God. All right. Any news from the sisters? No, not really. Just school for both of them. They're just both working hard. Yep. I know Catherine's going to watch the Super Bowl tonight. Yeah, because she asked us which team to root for. Yeah. Did she tell us? No, if she roots for Kansas City, I think she's going to need to take a step back and look at herself. Okay. And what about Bean? There's no chance she's watching the Super Bowl, is it? No, she's going to do, she has a dinner with her old colleagues. They didn't even realize it was the Super Bowl. She was laughing about it. That's unbelievable. It's yeah. actually not unbelievable. It's totally predictable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, She's like, yeah, it was funny. Mom and I, I'm going to have some wings and pizza tonight. Yeah. I'm hoping to be able to watch it out in the living room, 20 feet away from mom. I'll have my mask on so I don't give her COVID. Yeah. But hopefully we'll be able to spend that time together. We'll see. That would be good. I mean, it's the best. The ads are so good. Well, I that's mean, the thing. Right. Mom's in it for the ads. Yeah. She's got, yeah. you got to watch it. Yeah. When do the best ads start? Is it after the game or during pregame? Do we know? It's during the game. Okay. That's what yeah. I meant. During the game or before the game starts? I think it's during the game. Okay. Good. Good. All right, Moo, I think that's it. Yes. That's uh, season one, episode 10 is a wrap. Maddie, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at What Suits You Pod. And how many followers do we have? <laughs> 12. Let's make it a goal of increasing that by 20%. I know. I, yeah, we get, we get, yeah. No, we just got to increase. We got to go by, we, 
14 by the next podcast. Okay, I'll try. All right. All right. All right. Love you, Boo. Love you. Bye.